Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon of Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin. And this is where we talk all things Star Wars, of course. And the very huge news that we have for all of our listeners is the fact that we finally launched our new Patreon tiers. Yay. I know we talked about it for months and months that we were going to, everything was going to change after Celebration. So we're after Celebration, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. And we finally launched it this past week. And. A lot of you signed up for the new tiers. Yeah. And we promised that for every single tier, uh, tier level above the purple tier, you will get a shout out on this episode. Mm-hmm. So we have our very first official Patreon 2.0 new, new tier shout out. So for the purple tier, of course, Chris Simpson, who's been a longtime member, Kevin uh, Leon Inger. Uh, Devin McCaffrey, and on the red tier, Liam McCallion, Fenrir526, and on the black tier, the $66 tier, which we're so thankful you guys joined, Maka, Tawatala, and Nathan Shank. Thank you very much for joining and believing in us. And a lot of those people have been with us for months and some even years and have contributed a lot to the podcast. So thank you very much. And Colin, what do you think about all that? I, I've i been wanting to do more content for our fans and do more fun things besides talk about the news. And this is a great way to do it. Um, we actually just had um, – we've done Sabak Talk in the past, but like, but like we haven't like posted it like officially in a Patreon. So – and, and the thing I said that this was our third episode. Technically, it's our first on our Patreon, but – it was a lot of fun. Um, we we had um, uh, a couple of great people from another podcast, uh, which is talk. It's called it's talk with your mouthful, and and they go to different places uh, in the in 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 the world in general, and just go to different restaurants, and they break down um, of what are good places to eat, what food is great to have. And they actually, some of them actually went in the Halcyon and they kind of give you a sneak peek of what it was like on there and having the food on there. So we are planning on doing a full out collab with them. Um, it was Carlos, Jeff, and Dylan. We are definitely having them back on because it was such a blast. Um, that episode is definitely explicit. So for those who are going to watch that, um, prepare for that. But it was definitely a lot of fun, and and there's a lot more content like uh like Sabak talk coming your way, 
and there's an endless supply of Star Wars stuff to talk about. So, yeah, it's very, very exciting stuff. Yeah, definitely. Before the podcast, I was telling Colin that it was, I guess it was fate because he recorded Sabak Talk for for Patreon and I was trying to edit it, trying to load it. And all of a sudden, my my laptop completely filled with content from the podcast and I couldn't do anything. So I had to basically go back and delete all the old podcasts that were on my internal hard drive, which still exists on Anchor, which is a Spotify company. So Spotify has all that taken care of. You can go back into the archive and watch all in there. And then all of our Patreon stuff is archived on the patreon.com website. So not to fear, you can listen to all the archive stuff. And I just wanted to go through some of these tiers here, or actually all of them. Um, the first one is a blue tier. And uh, patrons at this level will receive access to our private Discord server. We've had our private Discord server for months and months and months now. But now you can officially contribute to the podcast, help us out with $3 a month. And it's essentially kind of redone. I don't think I really announced it, but Ray from the podcast, she kind of redid everything on Discord. Um, she told me a little story that during the pandemic, she she was on Discord a lot and she learned all the ins and outs of, of managing and I've learned a lot too. She's helped me through it. And here's a little screenshot of what you'll see. Um, some of the servers here, general memes, news, Mando, Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Bad Batch, and or Ahsoka. And of course, video games. This is all a place where everyone on Patreon can come and talk, share their ideas, thoughts, feelings, uh, opinions, whatever you want to talk about here on our private Discord server. So that is all on the blue kyber crystal tier. So on the green tier, uh, you get everything that's on the blue tier. Of course, it's the Discord access plus Patreon daily podcasts. I put out a poll if everyone's enjoying that on Patreon. Everyone said yes. I got 100% participation. Everyone said yes on that. And it's pretty much me with Colin, me with James, um, and other special guests talking about the day's news. Usually there's some topic that's dropped online that we have to talk about for about 15 to 30 minutes. Occasionally we've ran past an hour, but we will upload those Patreon daily podcasts pretty much daily as the name implies. And you'll get a video and an audio version of that Patreon daily podcast just about every single day. And of course, you get ad-free episodes uh, of the podcast uploaded to Patreon. It'll be video and audio. Um, you can give us input. Uh, input's always um, taken seriously. And of course, when you're on the green tier, we're going to seriously look at what you're suggesting uh, for future videos. Um, also, behind-the-scenes videos. We have a lot of those. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes content from Celebration that I shot uh, on a gimbal that uh, Carl, if you know Carl, he actually brought to to Celebration. We actually have a couple of those on the podcast now, maybe even three. Um, also bloopers. There's a ton of bloopers out there. I'm going to make a mega mix video of that. And Do it. If you've been watching everything, yeah, you've there, there's a lot of content uh, for, for bloopers. So, And of course, the Patreon, Purple, Kyber Crystal Tear, Book reviews, Mason, and one of our new people, Zach, um, who lives in Ohio, they recorded an awesome, awesome chapters one through five of Brotherhood. 
this is the uh, Kenobi and Anakin book. And they went into uh, pretty much a deep dive of those first five chapters with Easter eggs and connective tissue. And it was awesome. It's uploaded right now to Patreon. It's on the purple tier, of course. And there's going to be many more book reviews to come. We want to do the Vader comic book run as a series as well, eventually on that. So I know there's a lot of good stuff in there, a lot of references, a lot of stuff that ties into the the movies, into novels, and into kind of our individual headcanon as well. And of course, our stories, interview podcasts, those will be on there. The entire archive is active right now for everyone to kind of look at, but pretty soon we will be changing all the archive our stories to the purple tier and everything going forward for our stories will only be able to be accessed on the purple kyber kyber crystal tier um also access to past and future i just mentioned that tv and film commentaries we're going to talk about a tv commentary here coming up soon on the podcast on this podcast unboxing videos i have several of those lined up um, the Razor Crest, as you can see behind my head. Yeah. I have a really big video for that. I'm in the process of editing that. Also, uh, personal shout-outs, like what we did at the very beginning of the podcast. Um, thank you so much to, to all the people that are on the purple and above tier. Can't thank you enough. And also, Galaxy's Edge adventure videos. Uh, we know that uh, a lot of us on the podcast work and have worked at galaxy's edge and do have access to galaxy's edge so that will be some really cool um insight to galaxy's edge easter eggs uh stories and just run through through the park and of course the red tier uh access to all of our clothing merch you've all seen our t-shirts we've had multiple multiple people asking for t-shirts and now with this tier you will get a t-shirt if you ask for one. All you have to do is simply Yay. ask for one when you're a member of the Red Kyber Crystal tier. Also, Sabak Talk, what Colin was talking about. Colin sets up a camera right above the table, kind of like Texas Hold'em. And I'm about I'm in the process of uploading that to Patreon. It was a huge file, it was a twelve point five gig movie file Colin sent me. So it I'm in was, the process. Um, yeah, I mean we were not expecting to go like as long as we did, but um but just having um carlos sanchez and a bunch of these other people on we just lost track of time and uh and josh and i had a blast with them uh because sabak talk we've done in the past was with some people that we've known and it was fun but when you get like a big group like this and you can clearly tell like we're just there to have a good time it didn't even feel like we were podcasting it just felt like we were all just sitting around and and just a couple old friends and just talking about star wars and 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 was phenomenal and that really is the vibe of sabak talk and that's what we're going to keep doing so stay tuned for a lot more episodes on the way yeah and i gotta hand it to colin he uh i gotta give him kudos here and uh, to his face because he did an excellent job explaining how to play sabak yeah and if you don't know he kind of does that for a living too so yeah He's yeah, he, but he's I mean, he gave the best, simplest, shortest explanation, the most understandable way to just automatically jump in a game and to catch on and just start playing Sabak. It, it was awesome. I listened to the whole thing. 
He did a great job. It's now live right now on Patreon on the red Kyber Crystal tier. So check it out. Actually, I'm about to upload it. Sorry about that. So it's not there quite yet. I'll get it out there today. Um, So Waddle's Workshop Cosplay Building. I think four or five of us are actually in the 501st and Rebel Legion. So I have a TIE pilot. Ray has Sabe, of course. Colin has multiple costumes now. Um, He's got Solo, Anakin, uh, the classic, TK, Stormtrooper. He's got Han Jaren. Yeah. Han Solo. So yeah, there's there's gonna be lots of stuff for Watto's workshop. And, and mm-hmm. the individual hour-long hangout. It's uh it's a pretty simple process to uh, get you on board here with us and just kind of have a chat, like our own very own like podcast with you. Um just let us know when you want to do it, we'll schedule it. Um I did run through uh, a couple of them with some uh specific people, some listeners wanted to uh, hang out before we started these tiers. And uh, I did that, and it was it was pretty cool. And we answered questions, just talked about Star Wars or Star Wars stories, everything that we have in common, where we grew up. Um, and it's it's an awesome thing to be able to connect with everyone that listens to the podcast. And of course, personalized thank you videos. We can't thank everyone enough for supporting the podcast now for for four years now. I mean it's it's been an awesome adventure, and to have everyone to email us and tell us via messages on Patreon um, what they like about the podcast and giving their input. It's, it's always welcome. So the very last tier is the black Kyber crystal tier. It's $66 and we do have two people that have signed up for it. And um, I mean, we can't say enough to, to Maka and, and Nathan Shank uh, subscribing to this. Believing in the podcast so much. Nathan has been with us for so long. He supported the podcast for, for years now. And of course, at this tier, you get everything. Everything we offer. You get access to all of our current and future merch. We're talking about maybe doing hats. I'd love to do hats. You see me on the podcast. I, I love wearing hats. Um, also, chances to win items from our unboxing videos. So everything that we buy going forward. I know I have a slew of unboxing to do, but it's all my own personal stuff. I don't have extras of it, but if you want it, we can actually probably order it unless it's like limited. Um, But yes, you will be in a running list, uh, a random running list right now. It's, it's just Maka and Nathan, but Maka is going to be the first person to receive our very first unboxing since he was the first. Right. Uh, And something nice about that too, is that it can jump from, an item that is, you know, obscure, like a Lego set or or something big like one of the Hasbro um, sets, like of that Razor Crest that David had. It can be any of that. So honestly, it's definitely worth the tier um, because you never know, like, what could happen. So I highly recommend going to that one because then you get everything else as well. It's just not those two things on that tier. It's... It's everything else included with all the other tiers before it. Yeah, the coins that we're about to make, we're going to make personalized coins. That's the goal. And I think with the people that are joining up, we're going to be able to do that. So coins, of course, possibly buttons. I know that's always like the inside joke with the podcast. But yeah, coins, pins, shirts, caps. Uh, we're we're going to expand more with the merch. So it's 
it's going to be cool. So, and of course, your recommendations, your recommendations for specific merch. I know I've heard in the past um, those uh, those patches that, that have Velcro that you can Velcro onto like backpacks and caps yep. and stuff. Um, I forgot the specific name of them, but maybe in the chat someone can help me out. But yeah, I mean, we're we're launched here. These tiers are active. Sign up. I know there's a lot of people on Patreon, our old Patreon, that are signed up. All you have to do is move over. Um, there's similar pricing, so all you have to do if you're on the $5, you can jump to the green tier, and you'll be good to go. And I believe there's about a month or so before I think it either this shuts down or cancels. I'm not quite sure on that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun time. And of course with the Patreon daily, you're going to get content pretty much every day. Mm. So most of what we're going to talk about today is pretty much already on Patreon daily. So if you can, uh, if you want to just watch it in real time, you can, or just watch the uh, general podcast, you're going to get it ad free. And of course on Patreon, you can actually download the MP3 via that link as well. Yeah. So that's another way to listen. There's actually three ways to listen to the podcast video, audio via the Patreon app, or just download the actual file to your phone or your laptop, your desktop, whatever you want to do. So I know it's a lot, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure we covered it. It's done. We've been talking about it for months. It's out there. So we're going to be adding content, a lot of content for the next few weeks here. And, uh, Hope you join along for the ride, and thank you so much for everyone that supported us up to this point. And thank you, I can't say it enough. So, thank you. On to the news. So, if you watched or listened to Colin's podcast on Wednesday, he talked about The Mandalorian season three, <laughs> and he talked about that there were reshoots happening and the fact that Katie Sackoff she posted on her personal Instagram and she um, gave an apology that she couldn't make it to, I believe a Denver expo. Yep. So yeah, that's not news. The news is that I want to talk about is the fact that there are other people that were, that are associated to the Mandalorian season three that also mentioned the same thing. So I don't want to say exactly who, put it up on their social media because I went back today to look at it and it was gone. So I don't know what that means, but it tells me that they were, there were some heavy, heavy reshoots done. That's what it seems like to me. And I don't think it's anything to worry about. I think it's just part of the scheduling that they had prepared for. But with Katie, she actually said that she scheduled that Comic-Con but then the the reshoots ran longer. So I don't know if that's in response to Book of Boba Fett or Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, what the fan reception to those shows were, but it feels like this Mandalorian season three is epic. And with Taika, his film, we all learned the news that that film is not going to start shooting until 2023. So we all know that Disney has planted their flag firmly in the ground for December 2023. And if you know the movie business, it takes longer than a year to do pre-production, shoot the film, then do the post. So could it possibly be that what we're going to get in theaters is maybe a 
Mandalorian season three film because that will be ready. What do you think, Colin? I I feel like I've been talking about him a lot, and I don't. I like it's it, it's just funny to me because of every week there's been something new, um, and it just keeps jumping back and forth. And now they're claiming that apparently it will come out next year. And I'm just like, that's, I want it to happen. I, 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 I want to be very, very clear that I really want it to happen. My big thing is, is there's a lot of misleading comments that have been happening for the past couple of weeks. And I don't like that. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of that because of, he is telling it's there's a difference between lying like for example he wouldn't had to lie um all those years before he could officially say I'm coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi right and then there's what Taika's been doing and it's been all over the place to where like yeah I'm doing it I've got these other projects I'm going to put it on the shelf that's uh, probably not going to happen and then the week after that it's like it's going to be coming out next year. And it's just like, dude, like, what the heck? That That is like you did not eat all in the morning and your mood swings all, all are all over the place. And it's, I don't know. I don't like the vibe. Yeah, my personal stance on the whole situation is the fact that Taika is such an in-demand director. He's got so many projects. So many plates are spinning for this guy. and he's doing heavy press for Thor 11 thunder right now, or he did before the movie came out and every single end interview question was what about the star Wars film? What, what can you give us an update? So he had to say the same thing over and over and over again, because these press junkets are just very monotonous for, for the people that are doing them for the project, for the directors, for the actors, because you get the same questions over and over and over again. And they're, they're stuck in a, a dark room for 10 to 16 hours. And they're just doing press and media. And it almost felt like to me, every time he would give an answer that was different, people would just run with it like crazy. Because it's been like a month now that Taika's been answering these questions. And at first he was like, okay, yeah, the, the project is is kind of underway to... I haven't written anything yet to I'm not sure if it's going to get done to now it's we're going to shoot it at the beginning of the year. So it's really kind of all over the place kind of, but I mean the, the fact remains if this star Wars film, the very next star Wars film we get as fans is going to be shot at the beginning of 2023. There's almost no way it's almost impossible for it to release in December, 2023. So my kind of pivot, I know I say this, if I was a president of Lucasfilm, what would I do? I would just take the last two episodes of The Mandalorian and just make that the film for 2023 and maybe slide Taika's film to December 2025 because every other year we're supposed to get a Star Wars film. So that would give Taika more opportunity to finish off the script, polish it off, and then shoot the film have appropriate amounts of space battle and CGI. That's the move I would try and make. Um, 
movie theaters are really ran by Marvel and apparently Top Gun. And it's I think a Star Wars film would be in that same category if if they were to release a Star Wars film. And if it were if it was universally accepted, if it was interesting, I think a Mandalorian film would do really great. But of course, you see kind of where Lucasfilm's kind of roadmap is going. It's more predicated towards TV. But I don't think it would be a bad move to take a Mandalorian couple episodes, last four episodes, turn it into a film, which would give proper reasoning to the fact that Katie Sackhoff had to cancel that Comic-Con and more people that are involved in the Mandalorian reported that they were doing reshoots or adding more uh, to, to what they already shot and they pulled it off of social media. So I think that's a possibility. And I think that's the only feasible possibility that I can think of as a fan. I don't, I'm not on the inside at all, but. Um, yes. Z nets. We did see that. And that's, that's actually super, super funny. Um, because as we all know, Natalie Portman was Padme and the prequels and Taika was trying to look for people to be in his new Star Wars movie. And he, you know, was like, Hey, have you ever been in a Star Wars movie? And she was like, well, as a matter of fact, yeah, I, I, I've been in three. And he's like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot about those. And it's just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, I got the clip right here. I'll play it right now. Yeah. Hey, Portman from heat. Oh, she said to me, "What are you up to next?" I said, uh, "I'm trying to work on a Star Wars thing." Have you have you ever wanted to be in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> you did not say that. Though. I forgot about those ones. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> things slip your mind from time to time. <laughs> what was her response to that? Uh, she said, "I've been in a Star Wars movie," <laughs> and I went, "Should we do another take?" Immediately remember that she was that she no, was, I mean, okay. it was coming okay. out of my mouth. I yeah. knew, I mean, obviously. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I've I've been there before. I've said things aloud that all I had to do was wait about like 0.5 microseconds before I spoke, and I've said them. So yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. Some people made a real big deal about it. I was fine with it. It didn't really make me mad or worried or anything. So Taika is an extremely great talent, I think. And whatever he does, as long as he takes his time, and I don't think Lucasfilm is going to bother him at all with doing his thing. That's why I think they didn't automatically just release him from the project because he's in demand, like I said. And, Hopefully he comes up with something really good. And the future for that film is it's supposed to be brand new characters outside of the Skywalker timeline, brand new planets, just like what they kind of talked about with Ryan Johnson's trilogy. So I'm really interested to see what he comes up with. And hopefully we do get his film. I'm I'm tired of all these directors making promises, yeah. committing to Lucasfilm and then just leaving. How do you think I feel? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is, I think, the the most current news we have on Taika in the Star Wars film. 
it's it's going to shoot at the beginning of January next year, and uh, we'll see when it gets released. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Andor coming up on August uh, August thirty first, and we have this fun thing. Now, this is not a hundred percent confirmed. This is not made by Lucasfilm. Someone made this. It looks official, but it's not official. Official. Yeah, it looks pretty accurate. I posted it today yeah. on our Facebook group, yeah. and. As you can see there, season one is episodes. If you look at the very top left, I'm starting from the top here. Episode, And if you're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, you can see what we're talking about here. And of course, like I said, I post it on Facebook if you're listening to the audio of this. So season one for Andor, episodes one through 12 happens in five BBY. And if you don't know what BBY is, it's it's the battle before, before Yavin. So... That's season one. That's so. That's five years before. So with season two, which was announced at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim 2022, we'll start off with episodes one through three, four years before the Battle of Yavin, and then the next block of three episodes, episodes four through six, will be three years before. So it's a basic countdown leading up to the events of Rogue One, going all the way to episode twelve. So. We're going to get a finite amount of Andor here. And I'm extremely excited when I keep on talking about this, but I was blown away when Tony Gilroy hit that stage at the Lucasfilm Plus panel, and he was so excited. I'd never seen him excited in my whole life. He's done very limited interviews, but, I mean, for him to be that excited kind of blew me away and showed me he was locked into this. And that's what I love about him. It's just like Star Wars is something to be excited about. If if you're going into a project and you're a fan, it definitely shows in your work. Go and look at Rogue One. Gareth Edwards, huge fan of Star Wars, huge fan. And that definitely showed throughout the entire movie. He knew exactly what he was talking about. He 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 knew exactly how to deal with certain characters um, and and came up with characters that fit in so well into the Star Wars universe. And now we're getting a whole show about one of them. And it's because of his appearance in Rogue One. It's because of Gareth Edwards. So it shows you that people who work on Star Wars that are fans of this get the job done. And that's what we need more in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And Tony Gilroy came on really late and he helped out with Rogue One. And I think he kind of did the thing where he kind of proved, kind of like what Deborah Chow did with The Mandalorian. He proved to Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, that they could handle the job. And I'm super excited. August 31st, Andor premieres on Disney+. And it looks like it runs all the way up until November 9th. And it's 12 episodes for season one. And, of course, season two is going is already shooting, I believe. Yeah. And it looks like a lot of fun. And there is also a synopsis here that I also found. I also posted on Facebook. If we can remove that comment there. Uh, So Andor. Rating is TV 14. Genre action adventure science fiction. The synopsis is a tense nail-biting spy thriller. Created by Tony Gilroy is set to arrive on Disney Plus August 31st, 2022. Diego Luna reprising the role of rebel spy casting Andor from Rogue One 
A Star Wars Story will be joined by a fantastic new cast that includes Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Arjona, Fiona Shaw, Denise Goff, Kyle Soler, and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. And of course, Genevieve O'Reilly coming back to the role of Mon Mothma. That's just another one of those, like Joel Edgerton coming back and playing Uncle Owen and Bonnie Pease coming back to playing Aunt Peru. I love that that synergy, how they can pull these actors back into Star Wars and we can get something that is very connective and I don't like recasting at all. And I love the fact that Star Wars does such a great job. I kind of want to know what the percentage is on Star Wars pulling in the very same actor years later for the same role. I know it's really high. I know they didn't do it with uh, Leia's mom on Alderaan. I know it's a different actor, but she did a fantastic job. I believe her name was Simone Kessel, which is a very Star Warsy name. Yeah, because of Kessel. Yeah. And yeah, it's that's one of the many, many incredible things. If you watched our Patreon daily, James and I, we talked about doing a future episode where we rank the very best aspects of Star Wars. Okay, I I, I was going to say that is going to be a very controversial. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, always going to be controversial, but yeah. I think it's going to be our our own opinions of what we think. And right off the top of the bat. James mentioned editing and yeah, I mean, editing has to be up there because those first, those first kind of drafts of star Wars, you see snippets of them and they look horrible. And what Marsha Lucas did for a new hope was simply incredible. And we talk about it all the time and I'm kind of surprised we don't see, you know, we see those directed by t-shirts by directed by, Dave Filoni or directed by Deborah Chow. I'm surprised we don't see an edited by Marsha Lucas t-shirt out there anymore. Oh, yeah. We might want to make one for the for the podcast. That actually would be really cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Hang on. I got to pop it up. Yes. Mob (laughs) rules. Let's go. Obligatory Rebo mention. Yeah. Thank you. So the other news that came out that I want to talk about that is kind of close to what I'm interested in, really interested in seeing, is Skeleton Crew. Yeah. So Skeleton Crew has started shooting, and it started shooting on some very, very familiar grounds. The same spots where The Mandalorian and Obi-Wan Kenobi has shot. And uh, this story was uh, dropped by BestmanBulletin.com. And currently... They have joined the Ahsoka filming in Manhattan Beach Studios, which also housed productions of The Mandalorian, We Want Kenobi, The Book of Boba Fett. And, of course, there's an unknown studio in Culver City, I think we've kind of mentioned before. And there's also a shooting location at California State University in, Doming- in Dominguez Hills. So this this project is well underway. And it feels like it's the next Andor, so to speak, because a lot of people aren't talking about it. It feels a little underrated. And of course, with the massive success of Stranger Things on Netflix, I mean, this is this is going to be almost like. Kind, I mean, I, we don't know the story quite yet. It, it's a crew of kids lost in space and Jude Law is going to star as the adult or. Maybe a droid. I wouldn't think you'd put Jude Law as a droid, but maybe a hologram. 
something of that nature, possibly a villain. But it screams Stranger Things. It, it, as soon as we found out the the code name and the references to Amblin, um, I mean, it's it's being directed, being show ran by some of the people that are responsible for for some of the biggest teen comedies, so to speak. And John Watts, he was a director of the Spider-Man trilogy. Also, uh, Chris Ford, um, who's been a part of the Spider-Man uh, movies. And it, along with John Favreau and Dave Filoni on board as executive producers, it's it's going to be an exciting one, I think. It, I think it's going to surprise people. And I can't wait to see what John Watts and Chris Ford come up with. Because apparently... John Watts was actually tapped to do the next big Marvel, I think, one of the big phase movies in Fantastic Four, and he dropped that to do this. So, yeah, I'm excited. This is the only picture anyone has right here. <laughs> this is the well, picture they gave us at Celebration. And something that I'm excited about this is that it's taking place during the Mandalorian t- timeline. So right, it's right. it's happening during that gap. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want Mando to make a cameo. I want it to be, which I've, I've definitely talked about this in the past, where it's got that '80s vibe, where it's, yeah. you know, I'm sitting at home, I'm like, hey, let's watch, you know, the old Ewok movies. Like I don't want that exact vibe, but at the same time, I want that '80s vibe, and I'm thinking that we might get that with this show. At least that's what I'm hoping, because. Um, you've you have a lot of '80s actors, uh, coming back and showing up in these new shows. You you have uh, Carl Weathers. Um, you have uh, Flea. Now you've got Christopher Lloyd coming back. Uh, and and he's and he's gonna be in Star Wars, which no one ever thought that Doc Brown would ever, you know, that he would ever do anything in Star Wars. And here we are in present day where we'll see him next year. We don't know exactly what he's doing, but it's very exciting stuff. And if you look at the franchises, Christopher Lloyd has been a part of back to the future. Adam's family who frame Roger Rabbit. And now star Wars. Yeah. And not to mention taxi. (laughs) Yeah. That is huge to me. So I, I, I want more actors like that to actually come in. Um, Because, the idea that the original movies came out the late seventies and in the eighties is wonderful uh, because now they can kind of continue that tradition, but bring those famous eighties actors into star Wars. And that's what they've been doing. And it definitely has that star Wars vibe because we are seeing them mm-hmm. uh, in these different star Wars roles. So I hope that we continue to carry on with that tradition. Uh, because that's what makes Star Wars a lot more uh, authentic and more original to me. Yeah, I forget where it was said or where it was posted, but I believe Favreau said we continued Star Wars after Return of the Jedi, essentially. So it's as if the Mandalorian started shooting right after Return of the Jedi, and yeah. we just casted the actors at the time to be in the show, but during real time. The present yeah. they casted this like Michael Bean, and of course Jamie Lee Curtis was like a big rumor, and I think we'll see her in Mandalorian season three. But yeah, it's uh, 
it's a cool thing they did. That's a total move that I would have made too. I would have been really cool thing to to actually execute. And I mean, it's I I think about it sometimes. The Mandalorian, the average age I think on set was like fifty five or something. <laughs> and that that's such a cool, a really cool thing that they were able to achieve. And yeah. The Mandalorian is now Star Wars' like flagship project. It's it's the number one thing that Star Wars does now. And it's a TV show. Incredible times we're living in. Uh, speaking of incredible times, we have D23 coming up on September 10th. And we are most likely going to get a lot of Star Wars news again. Um Probably not as much as we will during Star Celebration 2023, London, but we will probably get a lot um, jumping the gun into Mando season three. We'll probably get more info uh, on the Ahsoka series, probably show that teaser that we saw at Celebration. Uh, I'm I'm guessing because no one was expecting to see that Ahsoka footage. And when we did see it, I was blown away because they're like, we've only been filming this for three weeks, but here you go. And everyone was just in awe and just freaked out. And I, and they only showed it once. And I think they knew that people would try and film it the second time if they did. So that's why they like took it off the screen. But that was definitely a phenomenal experience to see. And I think people will get that's not the same vibe of celebration, but they will definitely get the same vibe of that star Wars panel that they have. Uh, yeah. And we're and, 60 days out right now. It's going to be held at the Anaheim convention center, same spot yep. where star Wars celebration was held on September 9th, 10th and 11th. Yeah. Hopefully in the near future, we can maybe attend one of those. Um, I know that's D23 in James's would be, neighborhood yeah. in James's domain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh I I cannot wait to see um all the new upcoming Star Wars uh stuff no pun intended coming out because there's a lot in in the near future. And I I know David wanted to talk about this and and he's a friend of the podcast, but Josh Robert Thompson um has recently uh come up uh he is part of this new uh original huddle series it's called morality uh the devil's game it's a it's a sherlock holmes story very fascinating and it's got some great actors in there and actually a star wars voice actor uh and the guy that looks like is playing uh sherlock holmes is the voice of kit fisto in star wars the clone wars which is super cool. But Josh Robert Thompson is part of it. And this is the this is this uh offices here. David, chime in. Yeah, so yeah, there's a synopsis on here. And when Josh Robert Thompson was last on the podcast, <laughs> I see on the side there. Um, he talked about this. Uh, I asked him what he wanted to plug, and he talked about this in the game show, The Last Straw, that's gonna debut here in the summertime. Um, but this is out right now on Audible, it's called Moriarty. Uh, the Devil's Game, and it's on Audible, who's been a partner with us in the past. They're currently not. They probably will again uh, here uh, shortly, but I just want to read this to you. Um, if you're a fan of Sherlock Holmes, 
this sounds like really awesome. Um, and of course, uh, like Colin mentioned, there's some Star Wars alumni in here. Also, uh, we love Lord of the Rings here on the podcast. So we have Dominic Monahan and Billy Boyd. They're also doing voices. If you listen to the trailer, you'll hear Billy Boyd. Um, but the synopsis here is Audible's bold new ad- addition to the Sherlock Holmes universe, Moriarty, the devil's game, dares to ask, what if Holmes' most villainous nemesis was actually an innocent man? Featuring Dominic Monaghan, Lord of the Rings Lost, and riveting lead performance, Moriarty turns out one of uh, literature's most famous rivalries on its head, recasting Professor James Moriarty as a desperate a fugitive framed for murder and hunted by dark forces who will stop at nothing to exploit his brilliance. Moriarty finds Professor on the heels of an earth-shattering mathematical breakthrough, a formula so powerful it can predict the future and the scene of a gruesome murder he must solve to prove his innocence. With London sprawling at a world as their battleground, Moriarty and Holmes match their peerless intellects to gain the ever-shifting upper hand. But as their duel escalates, so does the deadly cost of pursuing the truth. What will it take to get your justice? Dr. Watson asks an utterly ensnared Moriarty. And if do you get it, uh, what will it, what will you become? Vividly brought to life by a sensational cast and meticulously crafted sound design, Moriarty is a heart-pounding series filled with biting wit and shocking twists at every turn. Listen closely and assume nothing. The game is afoot. And Josh Robert Thompson has a little bio here for everyone to see. I have it on the uh, video here. So about the performer for over a decade, actor-comedian Josh Robert Thompson's wide range of characters and impressions have been featured on Fox's Family Guy and American Dad. An accomplished audiobook actor and narrator, Josh's voice is also featured in a series of scripted podcasts for Audible. Currently, Josh can be heard on the hit Netflix animated series Inside Job and as the voice of God on the Kelly Clarkson show. So awesome job, Josh. Looking forward to it. I'm probably going to check it out today, actually. So, yeah, it's um, it's one of the projects he's working on. And, of course, Josh Robert Thompson is a friend of the show, and we're excited for him. And we also have another person who is plugging something, and I have an actual video here to play for you guys. So here it is. A very happy Sunday to everybody. Uh, thank you to Marvel, to Lucasfilm, uh, to Georges Genti, who is the illustrator for issue number three of The Mandalorian. I now have them up at geckotiki.com, available for pre-order. Uh, autographed copies, uh, and then also have a bundle for all three variants. Uh, appreciate you guys so much. I'm having a great time at Adventureland, Blackwood, New Jersey. Uh, 501st is out here. Uh, we're going to have a little celebration with Baltimore in a couple days, and Chicago and Grand Rapids and Massachusetts. Uh, love you guys. Appreciate all the support. Uh, appreciate the orders online with the comic. I don't know how much I'm going to tour with it, um, but just to appreciate all your guys' support here for the last few years and this uh, incredible campaign that uh, would not have been possible without so many of you. So love you. May the force be with you and hope you have a great Sunday. So, nice. so happy for Dominic Pace. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, overall nice guy. And like I say, all, all every single podcast that we talk about him, he's the guy that you want to be associated officially with Star Wars. He's a super nice guy. He loves Star Wars. As Colin was showing you here on the video, the issue covers that Gecko will be officially in canon in these comic books. Gecko is officially canon already, of course, but he's in The Mandalorian in a couple episodes. And and now he's getting more of a story. He's getting, yeah, he's getting more, more publicity. He's, he's more in stories. And I'm just like hoping 
And I almost want to say I'm 99% sure there is some type of bounty hunter project floating around Lucasfilm that needs maybe a couple of drafts or script rewrites or whatever. If we can get Dominic Pace as Gecko in something like a bounty hunter trilogy or something along those lines or a TV show or something, because that's one of the great aspects. I know I talked about making that list with James on Patreon daily. One of the great aspects of Star Wars, the characters in the subcategory of bounty hunter, those are some awesome characters. You got Boba Fett, Forlom, Zuckus, Black Chrysanthemum now has come to the to the forefront. And of course, we have Gecko. It would be awesome to see his abilities, his adventures, what he does. I mean, there, there's, there's so many different avenues, so many ways to go, so many possibilities. So excited. Of course, you can you see the URL, the website, uh, geckotiki.com. Go there. You can get your, you can pre-order your comic books like Atomic Pace just said on the video. You can also pick up the Tiki mugs as well, which is another officially licensed Lucasfilm product. And we're so excited for him. So excited that he's a friend of the podcast. He will be back on, I'm pretty sure, by the before the summer's over to talk about oh, yeah. it, talk about his adventures. The guy's constantly traveling everywhere. Like he said, he's going to be in Michigan. I know Colin is familiar with those. Uh, that group of people up that there. That honestly is funny because of that's actually where my garrison is. So th- th- they've been like been super excited for a bit, saying like, "Hey, guess what? You can actually bowl with the bounty hunter from Star Wars." And it's just like that's so funny. I'm not there, but that's funny. But yeah, no. Um. Uh. But yeah, no. He is a super genuine guy. We we talked to him at uh we talk to him over at Anaheim because we bumped into him in the lobby of a hotel and and he was like oh my gosh hey guys well, like what's going on and and he remembered us and it was like he's he's such a genuine guy and those are the type of people that deserve to be in Star Wars because you can definitely tell that they are like just going back to what I was saying earlier being a fan of Star Wars and working on these projects it shows it definitely shows um your your passion uh and love for it in your work and dominic pace is is a big example of that uh, along with gareth edwards and all these you know great fans going into star wars so i i love that we keep having these type of people involved in the star wars universe yeah can't say enough about the guy he's he's terrific and he'll be back on the podcast so So, Colin jumped the gun here. Um, so, <laughs> time for the controversial part of the podcast here. So, oh, okay. So, the last Patreon Daily we did, James and I, we talked about this. And um, he kind of had the point of not being in favor of this. I, of course, kind of disagreed. Um, so, there is a fan-made cut of the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. And there is a website you can go to. I'll put it up here. Um, It's at kaipattersonfilms.com forward slash Kenobi. We don't know the guy. We're not associated to him in any ways. But if you go to this website, it clearly states that he's not making money off of this. He doesn't own any of the work. And he's telling you to get a Disney Plus subscription before you watch the film that he cut out of the six-episode limited series of Obi-Wan Kenobi that premiered this year at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. And 
I haven't watched it, but I think we've all kind of agreed on the podcast that we will be doing a commentary for this on Patreon. So look out for that. And apparently everyone that has seen this has pretty much raved about it. They talk about the scenes that were given that were edited in a way that the pacing was, was a little better or a lot better. Um, I believe Kai Patterson actually went to um, the trouble of actually taking dialogue from the original films and giving it to Vader at spots where we just see Vader just standing there and there's no dialogue. Um, One of the big points of contention was when Obi-Wan simply leaves Anakin Vader with the helmet cut open at the very end of the series. And there was apparently no explained reasoning for him to do that. And he edits it in a way that gives you... For me personally, when I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a... That's almost like a no-brain thing to do. And he did it for this for this cut of Obi-Wan Kenobi to have it make perfect sense to why Obi-Wan just left him there. Um, Just stuff like that. I don't want to spoil it because I know we're going to do the commentary. You can, of course, go check it out if you want to. But yeah, there's, there's another cut of another Star Wars project, just like the, uh, the prequel cut, I believe that Topher Grace did. And uh, yeah. um, So this is two hours, 29 minutes and 28 seconds. Uh, I, I'm honestly excited about this. I love, so I love the original content, but when fans add different elements to like the original content, um, it's pretty cool to me because I remember watching the, the four hour super cut of revenge of the Sith for the very first time. And I remember sitting through it, just being blown away with how great that that it tied into the last four episodes of the clone wars and then it was revenge the sith but not only was it that they also um there's a scene where yoda is on polis he he's on polis maza and he's sitting there and in the original film yoda's sitting there and he's talking to qui-gun but we can't hear hear him and in the and in the extended cut, we actually um, they took an old um, old dialogue from Qui Gon Jinn from the Clone Wars arc of where Yoda is learning how to um, become a Force ghost, and they took that and they put it in this scene, uh, and it just fit perfectly. Seeing Yoda like kind of listening to Qui Gon Jinn live action just gave me chills because I was like, oh my gosh, like. This is this is done so well, and I showed Chris for the first. Uh, I showed Chris and Matt for the very first time this year. The on May third, so it was the day right before um, Star Wars Day, and they were just both blown away by it. And I loved rewatching it. So that's definitely something I would look into. It's on Reddit, uh, but this looks interesting. I'm I love projects like this. Um, I'm really curious of what he cut. Uh, and to turn six episodes and turn it into a movie is very interesting. So I'm very curious on how it turns out. Yeah, if you go to the website, he does kind of like a little interesting FAQ and answers questions and uh, a lot of burning questions that fans have. And um, 
I read through a little bit of it. He does mention that the quality is 1080p. A 4K version might be coming soon. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And like I always say, we're getting closer and closer to fan-made films that rival and fan-made projects that rival what Lucasfilm can give us. And pretty soon, I, I mean, it feels like Lucasfilm is going to have to open up these doors to some of these people. I know we all know with Shamook, the deep fake guy, they employed yeah. him. So that's always a possibility. And um, hopefully one day, uh, most of us can be working for Lucasfilm at some point and kind of share our passion and do what we love to do. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Colin, did you have anything else? Uh, no, no. Uh, geez, man. Uh, we are, we are in that. It's not that it's slow, but it's like, it's on the verge of being slow. Cause we don't have Endor yet. We don't have, um, we don't have bad batch. We we're like still waiting and I am, I'm very excited. Uh, there's a lot of old star Wars stuff that I'm kind of diving back into. And what's nice is that all this stuff is public, like all the old projects like Mando and stuff that, that came out a couple of years ago. So if you ever want to keep the hype going, just go back and rewatch that stuff. You know, read some old star Wars content, play some old star Wars games that will definitely keep you in that, in that mood um, of star Wars until new star Wars can, content comes out. Or you can yeah. subscribe to Patreon and watch us watch old star Wars content. Even better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. We load up just about every single day, Patreon daily. You'll have content starting at the $5 tier. We're also on Instagram. At Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on Twitter at Stuff Pod. We're on TikTok. Just search up Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Of course, like I mentioned, we're on Facebook. We have a Star Wars Stuff Podcast group and a podcast page. We have Gmail. You can email us anything. We do read everything you send us. It's just um, sometimes we can't respond back because of the amount of news stories, but we'll probably do that here. Like Colin said, it might be a little slower. We did respond to some of them. Um, we did talk about some of them uh, on the last podcast, the last sun, um, Sunday, Monday podcast. So um, did you have something to say, Colin? Yeah, I was just thinking about this. Uh, Launch Bay opens on July 17th. Uh, and they are there. I believe they have a soft open right now. Um, so I would go definitely and check that out uh, because Launch Bay has some cool props and stuff over there. So I would definitely go check out Launch Bay. Over yeah, Hollywood I believe Studios. this is uh, right here, this comment I put up on the screen. Thank you, David and Colin. I'm currently reading through Brotherhood, and it fills a gap of not having movie TV content coming out at this point. So I believe this is Zach. Uh, I hung up actually with Zach uh, uh, online. And um, I think he wants to hang out with you next, Colin. <laughs> So I'm putting Colin on the spot. Oh here, so. man, I, I I was gonna say I I wonder why because it sounds like he's from the Grand Rapids area. Yeah, I think he wants to hang out more with you. I think he's a bigger fan of Colin than he is of David. So oh yeah, there's that. Wow. So, so yeah, we're also on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thanks for leaving all those great reviews. Uh, they're they're entertaining sometimes uh, for me, especially. <laughs> But yes. yeah, definitely 
yeah, give us five stars on pod, on Apple Podcasts and write a review. It helps the podcast. It lets us be seen more. And we're consistently on the top Star Wars podcasts there. And on Spotify, rate us five stars if you can. And, um, of course, on YouTube. We're on YouTube right now. Uh, like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell every time that we podcast. Might be random. You never know. And, of course, Star Wars Stuff Podcast Network. Dot com. We have a website. You can go there and it shows you everywhere that we're affiliated to. So do that. And that's it. And looking at the comments. And yep. Zach says he'd love to meet you. I know. I saw that. <laughs> cool. All right. For Colin, my name's David. May the, May force, the force be with you. Q, 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 and the big O blue. <laughs> <laughs>